0: If you're a stay-at-home dad, a work-from-home dad, or a working dad, this podcast is for you. So stop the old way of thinking and discover how you can achieve balance, happiness, and high performance as a dad. We're changing the way dads live and earn. Let's begin. Hey guys, happy Thursday, and you know what that means by now. It's Dad Hustle Thursday. So we're focusing here on our side hustle. That means how to build a legitimate side business from home while still being a stay at home dad or a working dad. Now, a ton of dads have had amazing success building an info product business from home. That means selling information, membership sites, things like that. Well, to do that, you need a good list, either through email or a social media following. And let me tell you, This part isn't my favorite because it is tough to do. But, tough work gets rewards. So I get to experience some joy every time I help a client grow their list. They're excited with the first few that opt in and then they just get ecstatic as we hit a few thousand on the list and it goes off the charts when we reach over a 100,000 or so. It's really cool to see. So here's part of a lesson from our Dad Huzzle online course. Hope you enjoy. Alright guys, this is my favorite lesson in the entire course. I've done whole workshops just on this topic right here, and it's funny because I used to hate this part. I hated trying to get traffic in and do list building, but now I think it's just groovy because I can completely make it work. Ready? Okay. So for an open funnel, we need to basically be doing new promotions all the time to get new members in, to warm them and then to eventually launch where you pitch them. But we're not worried about that yet. Right now we're focusing on our squeeze page, where we get those email opt-ins through those cool things we call list builders, right? If you only have a sales page hanging out there on the interwebs, then there's just not a lot of traffic that's going to hit it, and your sales will be pretty blah. We need to entice people to warm them and then launch, in other words, pitch them, like I was saying. You should be getting this concept down pretty well now, right? So we covered the different funnel types in an earlier lesson, and now I'm going to focus on traffic coming into your squeeze page and some examples of how to warm the prospect after they opt in. So the best way to get traffic into your squeeze page right now is through social media, Sure, there's plain, organic Google searches, but good luck. You have to really have an established website for that. And when I say traffic, what I mean by that is I mean prospects, not customers, because they're not going to be customers just yet. This lesson and the last one is about list building, and that means we're building a list of prospects. We're going to do this slowly and correctly and not just shove a pitch at them and try to make them an overnight customer. Now... People all the time decide to do social media, but they have absolutely no plan. And this includes most businesses out there using social media for their marketing. We're using it to build a a membership site, but even in regular business, they just throw things at the wall, hoping a few will stick. Now, if you want to use this shotgun approach, at the very least, you have to be driving traffic. So say you just post something that's teaching, learning on social media. And sure, there's no, no direct call to action to get a freebie on a squeeze page or anything like that. But you do need to at least list the URL for the current squeeze page you're promoting right now in that post or that ad. You just always have to have that out there. At least just, just include it, even if you're posting something else. So include that squeeze page link in everything you're doing. Even if it's just pushing people to your waiting list, totally fine. A social media plan isn't just about posting on a schedule. It's posting in a way that it connects to your funnel. And the front door of your funnel, as we know, is your squeeze page with those list builders on it. At the very, very, very least, at least just point them to your website where you probably have some sort of a list builder or an opt-in form. And remember, we're not talking about a join our email list type opt-in form. I mean, that's no good. That's just saying, hey, give me your email address and I'll, you know, send you a ton of crap emails. No, it's got to be something they really want, something enticing and valuable and specific to them. So speaking of specific, the Facebook post or ad you create should specifically relate to the page you're sending them to. Did you know that in Google ads, Google's crawler will actually scan the text on the landing page that you're pointing the ad to, and then it'll give you a, what they call a relevance score. The higher the relevance score, the more your ad appears to people that are just browsing because Google knows it's important to be specific and to be relevant, right? So, Just like corporate branding, where all brand imagery of a company ties tightly together, you need all the pieces of your funnel to be relevant to each other and focus on something specific. You know, people are always telling me and they're always saying that general or broad style advertising is dead and social media replaced it because it's much more targeted. But If you're not posting in a targeted way on social media, then you're just doing broad style advertising. Basically, you're just splattering junk out there for virtually anyone to see. Okay. So social media posts or ads always need to have either first a call to action or number two, a request for engagement, like commenting, sharing, or liking. So you ask them to do something. You say, Hey, comment below. You see that all the time or share this, or like this, right? The call to action, the first one was pointing them away from that post to somewhere else, to your squeeze page or your website, right? So social media posts, I'll say it again, social media posts or ads always need to have either a call to action or a request for engagement. Okay, here's the next section I'm going to run through with you. This is this section is how Facebook ads specifically work with funnels because that's what we're doing is we're doing funnel building so there's facebook posts and there's facebook ads the ads are the ones you spend money on and facebook will serve them up in other people's feeds posts really only appear to people who are following your page and then beyond that maybe friends of friends if the post is really popular So when you're posting, you can always lead them to a squeeze page and immediately ask them to opt in for something, because why? These people are already following you, so they're at least a little warm. Facebook ads, on the other hand, go out to a cold audience. They've never seen you. So you don't want to send cold traffic from an ad directly to an opt-in. You do take them to the squeeze page with an opt-in on the page, sure, But before they see that, they've got to be given some free content that they were promised in the Facebook ad before they even give their email. Does this make sense? So I'll give you an example. Instead of doing an ad telling them to opt in for free content, you do an ad telling them to click and get free content. Just click. No, you don't. Don't say opt-in don't say email in fact i i like using the words no email required i put it right in the ad you know because you can't ask a cold prospect to give you something on the first step whether it's their money or their email address their email address is valuable so you just point the ad to free content with no email required and people say well wait a second how are you going to build your list you're not collecting an email well we'll get to that you actually do so let's recap real quick You would never pitch a product to a cold audience. Say you're going door to door, you're working in a store, old school style, right? It's very tough to pitch a product to a cold audience. Well, likewise, you should never pitch an opt-in to a cold audience where you're asking for their email. It's the same mental game you're playing with them. It's just a little less important email. They're going to give away a little more freely than their money, probably. Okay, so here's what happens. So they click. They click the ad and they go to the squeeze page where they get the free download or video. But there you have an opt-in below it for more advanced, but still totally free info. So they got there, they like what they saw and they go, wow, this is great. I'm going to get some more of this and they'll opt in. So if you give them a free download on that first squeeze page, they download something free you should always include the squeeze page URL throughout it. So say it's a PDF. You keep putting that squeeze page URL throughout the whole PDF and keep telling them in that PDF to come back and enter their email for more advanced training. Because a lot of people will just grab the free PDF download and close the browser window and forget where they even were. So they've already lost that opt-in down at the bottom. Or if you do a video, same thing. You say out loud you say the URL that means the web address of the squeeze page right in the video while you're teaching them that free valuable content. Another trick is you can also use Facebook retargeting to send a later ad to that exact list of people who already clicked the ad and that leads them to an opt-in page relating closely to what the video was and this is really targeted since you know they already clicked the ad. Facebook has this feature. They know who clicked and they'll serve up and add a retargeting ad to those same people. And it works really well. So let's think about this for a second. First, you gave for free. Second, then you gave in trade for their info, their email. Third, then you gave for free repeatedly. And that's our email sequence. And we haven't covered that yet, but that's what you'll do. And then fourth, you'll finally give your product in trade for their money. In other words, pitching it and they'll buy, right? So give, 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 pitch versus asking them to buy now. Green button, big exclamation points flashing, right? If you need to make money starting tomorrow, this isn't the strategy. But if you want to build long-term customers and create a cult following and build a really big, warm list, then this is how you do it. Okay, so they enter their email at some point. They've opted in. So I'm taking a step a little bit backwards here now. We're back at that point. You gave them something free. Then they came back. They opted in. What next? Well, after they get added to your list, you start to warm them like we talked about earlier by giving them valuable free content to them uh, a few times in a row, then slightly pitch them, then repeat. You give, 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 slightly pitch about every month or two you'll get aggressive and you'll launch. This is where you really pitch them. And when you do, you send them to a sales page that has a pitch and a checkout button and maybe a sales video. So you repeat this forever or until the prospect buys or they opt out. And it's how 95% of people sell an online product. It works, but not as good as it could work. And I'll give you the real strategy in a second. This method I just described is pretty overdone because it's easy. There's email or marketing software out there like MailChimp that lets you do this so incredibly easy. And it's cranking 24/7 round the clock. Automated is great, but if you really wanna kill it, then you need to be developing new promotions and really working it each month. Now, if it's a closed funnel, remember we talked about closed and open funnels. If it's a closed funnel, well, then you're doing two or maybe four big promotions each year, and that's it. And we have promotions that are specific for closed funnels. Because remember, after you do the launch, you close it. So we need to basically have three promotions. One promotion leading up to the card opening that pitches the offer to the people who opted into the waiting list. Then we need a promotion for those who opted into the waiting list but didn't buy and then finally one for those who come later asking them to get on the waiting list again for your next pitch a closed funnel gets more complicated and confusing to run but it works better it's confusing because there's so many small parts and it's all timed but the fact that it has so many small parts is really what makes it work because it compartmentalizes choices and it keys in on certain segments of the warm audience. Okay, so after you launch, you'll have that waiting list where people can opt in to be notified of when you're opening the membership again. They just go into the regular list to get pitched the next time around. But the really important people are the ones who did opt in to your waiting list previously and were pitched, but they didn't buy when the cart opened. The timing just might've been off for them and you might be able to get them again. And you often do. So this is when we do what we call a flash promotion. And a flash promotion basically gives them a second or even a third chance to buy again. And it's open for only 24 hours. That's it. So they missed their chance. At least they think so at this point. You close down the cart but they get a chance to buy again. So you're giving them that second chance. They don't know it yet, but when you do, they jump on it. And we do this only through email to that list. And you could do this with a special title, like preferred access group or something like that. That's a title you give them this way. They don't think you're just opening, opening it up again for everyone. You give them a new webpage URL. That's basically again, a sales page, just like before, but it speaks to them directly and has the cart or checkout button on it so it's just going to be a duplicate sales page that's just geared a little bit differently and has some different wording on it a flash promotion could also be done early to the people that were on the list first so i'm jumping back to before the carts even open the first time so we've opened the cart was closed then we open then we close it and then we open it again in a flash promotion for the people that didn't buy so now I'm talking about before you even open the cart, we can do a special opening. And this is like an early bird, an early opening. Typically, this is done with a discount offer. So the cart is closed, but they get early access. And don't worry, I'm gonna show you how to open and close carts later. So you have a few types of promotions here. The monthly promotions that you do each month for the open funnel, and that's automated and ongoing. And then you have the single quick promotion that always runs for the open funnel. And then you have the big promotions for the closed funnel. And before or after that, the quick flash promotions. I know it gets complicated. You you look at the workbook and it'll, it'll hopefully make a little more sense for you. And in the launch section, I I have a lesson with a lot more details on promotions. I just like giving you the overview first and letting it sink in and then coming back later and really hitting it hard. Okay. So promotions are really just big pushes that you do. These are common with closed funnels, but you can do pushes with open funnels too. But like I said earlier, open funnels typically have ads always running, pointing to them. So now that we did a full overview and walked through the process, let's jump back to getting traffic to your list through ongoing promotions from Facebook. And this is more suited to the open funnel. Okay, when doing ads, we want to be pointing them to something free. There's some different ad types you can do. You can follow this format for posts actually too, just regular posts that you put in in your uh, on your Facebook page. But remember, you're always sending them somewhere, right? And that somewhere will have a list builder opt-in form on it. So I suggest that you do three types of Facebook ads or posts, three types for either one. Awareness, content, an authority awareness ads these are about you and they create likability and trust with the people that are viewing them you're not necessarily giving free content but you're creating likability you're making that connection next is content ads and this is what it sounds like you're teaching there it's content and they lead directly typically directly to your blog post So you may not always be sending them to an opt-in or a squeeze page directly, but as part of your blog post, you're going to have some opt-ins there. And their purpose is really just to teach and give content. The third one is authority ads. These show yourself as the authority. They create awareness about your credibility, and the page they lead to may include testimonials or stories. Most of these will just be image ads with some text or posts, but also do video ads in any of the three formats too. In, in fact, a, a fourth one here, it's not really part of it, but sometimes just a video ad that's just something just for fun or a spoof is great too. Just throwing that in. Okay, so you have the ad or post. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say ad in this case to make it consistent. So you have the ad. The prospect then clicks it and goes to your page or blog with the content on it that they were prom- promised. They then get an offer for say I'm going to just make an example here. So they get an offer for say uh, it says get the five minute business makeover, and then they have to opt in to watch that. So they got the content they were promised. They saw something else, and then they get an offer below it for something that sounds really great. So you got to you got to come up with a great title, you know. And and you say something like this: If you liked the video, if you like what I just taught you click below, you know, enter your email below to get my five, five minute business makeover. Right. So they then opt in, they get taken to another video that gives them the five minute makeover promise. Number two, you got to give them what you promised. It delivers the value again, that they were promised and you've got their email address and you can start giving and pitching from there. Okay. Okay. But what I like to test is to get aggressive right away. And this is a cool thing to try. This is what we call a self-liquidating offer. So at the end of that video, after they opted in, so this is the second video now, they've already opted in, you have their email, you have a choice of slowly giving, 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 and then pitching on down the road. We're talking a week or two on down the road. But this is kind of cool. Get Just pitch them something right away, right now, something small, keep it small. And this is amazing how well this will work. So at the end of that video, after they opted in, you tell them that they have just 48 hours to get the $7 trial to the business hacks lab. You know, you're, you're naming it again, something great. And you have a timer at the bottom of the page. So again, that's called a self liquidating offer. It moves quick people buy. So From there, you send them four targeted sales emails for the next 48 hours, two per day. As soon as they purchase, you stop sending them emails, and there's software to do this. If they don't purchase, then you put them into your regular funnel where you give, 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 and eventually do the launch where you pitch. The launch will happen, like I said, every month or two, or again, you use the Facebook retargeting to send them more ads later on, or do both retargeting and email, but that self liquidating offer is really cool where you just hit them real quick okay and then when you're doing the those giving emails so say they didn't purchase so you you put them into your your list of ongoing giving and when you're doing the giving emails you also mix in the ad types as emails too so remember i talked about those three ad types awareness content and authority so we're mixing those in as as email as well and We'll cover that in a lesson coming right up, but I'll introduce it here while it's fresh because we just talked about those three things. So I I like to overlap my content a little bit and we'll talk about overlapping content later on too. All right. So you'll do some awareness emails, then content, then authority, just like the ads. It's the same concepts, but you're doing them in emails. You're always mixing it up. But as a general rule, as the prospect gets warmer and closer to where you can pitch them, you'll do less teaching and proving that you're the authority and just keep it to more fun and awareness. Okay. See the difference, more giving and proving to a cold list versus just keeping in touch and giving news or awareness to a warm list. So we're getting pretty close to the end. This is a long lesson, but before we end, I want to share with you one really great traffic building strategy we use all the time that doesn't include any paid ads And it does a lot of great things all at the same time. It'll build your email list and it'll keep the people that are already on your list that are warm, even warmer. It's the basic strategy I give to absolutely every single person I ever work with because it's cheap and it's so comprehensive. So this is my bonus to you in this lesson, buried deep at the end of this lesson. You made it this far. I call it the vlog method. Some people say vlog. It's like blog and vlog Vlog sounds strangely Russian or something. I, I've heard it both ways. So I say vlog. Okay, a vlog is just a blog made up of videos instead of posts. You've probably heard of it. It's, you know, more engaging to people these days. They don't like to read because we're all lazy, right? We just want to watch videos. So here's how you do it. Step number one. Obviously, create an engaging video of you. You're teaching, whatever. Okay? Number two. Post it on YouTube. And uh, quick sidebar here. This is in the workbook, so walk through it with me, but look at it in the workbook too. Okay. So number one, you made the video. Number two, post it on YouTube. Link to your website vlog, so your vlog is on your website, and link to that post from the YouTube description. So you're going to create a post here in a second too, but you're going to link to it. I'm going to I'm covering it right here in this step number two because we're on YouTube. So you're linking back to your website, to your vlog, vlog post. And then uh, another thing you need to do on YouTube is ask them to subscribe to your YouTube channel. You can use YouTube cards feature for this. They have these cards built in that is, uh, it pops up the little subscribe button. You've seen that. Okay. Now, number three, go over to Facebook, post the YouTube link on Facebook. Now, People say, well, why don't just upload a a video to Facebook? You can, and both things are perfectly fine, and I tell all my clients, do both. Upload to YouTube, upload to Facebook, because they do different things. But in this case, you're going to post the YouTube link on Facebook, okay? So other times, you can do that direct Facebook upload, but not here. And the reason is, it's because YouTube posts get more click-throughs while... Direct Facebook uploads get more engagement. And, and we, we're looking for the click-throughs here, so we're doing it this way. Now, also in the description on Facebook, link to your website vlog here too in the post description. So that's the URL. Whatever your domain name is, wherever your say it's a WordPress site, plus uh, the, the clickable link automatically goes to YouTube because you you posted that link, right? So you have two links in there. The clickable link is going to go to YouTube. You also have your link going to your to your website vlog vlog. I keep seeing it both ways. All right, number four. now you got to create the Vlog post on your website, right? So you're just in, if say it's WordPress, I'll just make it easy. You can use all different website builders, but they have that posts feature. you post it, you throw a video in there. Um, and the way you do that video is it's not direct upload. You're going to embed, embed the YouTube video there. So it'll link to YouTube because it's embedded and YouTube gives you the code. So when you, you know, that when I'm sure when you upload a video, you can click the share button and it says, here's an embed code that you can drop on any website anywhere. Okay. On that vlog on your website, you want to include two opt-ins you want to ask them to subscribe to your YouTube channel. So you're going to send them back to YouTube to subscribe and subscribe to your vlog and which is just a it's just an opt-in. It's just an email list and it says, "Hey, every time I post something new, I'm going to I'm going to send you an email so you get notified of this." Number 5, there's six of these. This is a really cool method. Number 5, create an audio version of the video. And you can I use a little piece of software called all two, all and the number two, MP3. And it's for Mac, but there's tons of those out there right? where you can take a video and just rip the the audio track right out of it. Now you take that and you add that to your vlog post too. So underneath the video, you say, here's a here's an audio download of this. If you just want to listen to it. Then you add that as an episode on your podcast. Oh, wait a second. You don't have a podcast? You should have a podcast in iTunes. That's a whole different story. But if you have a podcast, that's where you add it. And then you link that back, obviously that podcast, back to your vlog or to a squeeze page is actually better. Number six, send out an email to your list that says, hey, there's a new video available and link to your vlog post. You don't link to YouTube here. You link them to your vlog. So in that whole process, we have one video that generates content across four platforms, has five links in multiple directions, two opt-in forms, and one email. How cool is that? And that, my friend, is the million-dollar vlog method right there. Okay, take a breather after this crazy one, then on to the next lesson. Hey dads, listen, we're under a lot of stress these days. We're juggling work-life balance like never before, we're assuming ever more caregiving duties for our kids, and we have the extra burden of being loaded down with more and more work just to make enough to cover the rising costs of life. So it's time to change the way dads live and earn. I'm Tom Latham, a father of 10, an uncle of 53, and a clumsy husband. I've worked as a creative and startup consultant to authors, speakers, coaches, and some of the biggest names in the personal development, health, and fitness industries. I'll show you how to build a successful business from home, uncover more free time, make more than you ever could at a day job, and still be a rock star dad. So stop the old way of thinking and join the dads you know that actually have time for their family. You know the ones. They seem to always have enough time, enough money. How? Well, they're doing a few simple things you're not, and I'll show you how at dadformula.com. We're changing the way dads live and earn, so visit us at dadformula.com.